0: Welcome to a new edition of the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino. On this episode, we talk with Soul Alignment Guide, Denise Michelli. She is a captivating and compassionate guide, coach, and mentor who facilitates transformative change and fosters positive growth. With her profound expertise in energy healing, intuitive, hot seat coaching, and innovative approaches to authenticity, she empowers individuals to embrace self-awareness and embark on a journey of subconscious healing, meditation, breath work, and mind-body release. Through her unique ability to break down complex concepts into digestible nuggets of wisdom, she easily facilitates natural learning experiences. Enjoy this interview. Hi, Denise.
1: Hello. How are you?
0: I'm wonderful. How are you today?
1: I'm great. Great to great. meet you. You you as well. Thank you so much for inviting me.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I like the background. It has a nice simplicity, a nice nice feel to it.
1: Oh, thanks. I just made it.
0: <laughs> that's cool. very cool. Yeah. Where, where are you located?
1: Um, California, northern California.
0: Oh, ah, okay. That's that's a different species up there than southern, right?
1: Oh, yes. I I lived in Southern for about five years and oh, I just I couldn't wait to get out. (laughs) It's not my people. Yeah. Massively stressed and traffic and all that good stuff.
0: No good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm coming from Kansas City, so we're landlocked here. Um, So when we get to see a place like California with oceans and mountains, it's it's a celebration.
1: Right. Absolutely. I feel very blessed to be here. I'm not near the ocean anymore, but the ocean was just too high a price, I guess, to pay. So I have to do some exploring of the northern coast. That's on my bucket list. Yeah, sure. (laughs) It's all good. Well, hey, thank you for taking a
0: minute out. I want to begin everything here with asking you, we all had to survive quite an ordeal with COVID for the last three years. How did you get through it? And how did it change the way that you live your life
1: now? Okay, so great question. Um, It really uh coincided with what I've been calling sort of a dark night journey for me. I was realizing that a lot of the ways that I was living my life, even in my coaching business, that just didn't feel like it was working well. And so I kind of took the time and I was fortunate enough to be able to take the time to just kind of Really spend some time on my own personal growth. And so um, my daughter had a similar experience at the same time. And so we were like, let's just get a place together and we'll ride this out. So it was really um, that type of a journey where we were both kind of in our own way, uh, going inward and trying to um, use the time because, you know, lots of things like her job shut down, I was at that time a health coach and driving to people's homes and doing workouts with them and doing nutrition and all of that. And it just went to a halt. So some of them wanted to go online, but others didn't, you know, they like that in person. So I really, yeah, I really just took the time to, um, to begin to really question why I was not feeling it. You know, i w I've always been a teacher, a coach, a guide, and it just started to feel like, people were really struggling, you know, up to and then, of course, into the pandemic, it got even worse. But just really struggling with like, what is this track that I'm on? It just feels like I'm constantly pushing and pushing and pushing and things are not changing or I'm not feeling in alignment. And that's really where my kind of studies went. And that's when I started to get into more subconscious healing and bring that into what I was doing with health. And I found that people, you know, they're either open to that type of thing or they're not. But the ones that were, were suddenly seeing that there were parts of them that were not in alignment. And so when it came to making change, right? The whole thing about making change happen is we're not comfortable with change. You know, humans were so used to habits that. You know, their repeated kind of emotions and thoughts. All of that becomes belief. So as soon as we want to change, you know, our subconscious mind is like, whoa, 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 (laughs) hold the phone. I'm not ready for, you know, for that change. And so, you know, I would get people, they'd have like a great first call with me on nutrition and they get on the phone and they say, "Um, I don't know what's wrong with me. You gave me all this. You pumped me up. I've got a plan, all of that. And I didn't do any of it. And so I kept finding that as a pattern. And I was like, yeah, I mean, I, I totally agree. So I kind of did that work internally and that's how I found subconscious healing. And so I thought, you know what? While I have this time, I'm going to get certified in it within six weeks of me doing the program personally. I was in the certification because I knew that we need a new type of healing. You know, we need something a little bit deeper with the way that the world is today. It's so massively changing and people want to fix their lives based on something outside of themselves and that just really doesn't work anymore so i know that went into a bunch of different areas no that's (laughs) good
0: no that's good and and i think that kind of hits a lot of points that i'm going to get at here and the first thing i want to do is to get to a more simpler place of what you do on a daily basis. I'm going to put you in front of a bunch of third graders at a career day. One of the kids looks up, okay, and they say, hey, what do you do for a living? How do you answer that child?
1: I help people to realize that they are not their thoughts and emotions. So, yeah, I mean, if you are feeling a certain way, It's okay to feel that. I think a lot of times if we feel sad or we feel angry, we, we think we have to get rid of that. We don't have to. We just have to allow ourselves to feel it inside, to ask where it's coming from. It's a sign. So, you know, I would just tell them that you can trust yourself, that you're experiencing something and you can ask questions about it. You can... Think about it. You can slow yourself down because a lot of times kids will react really quickly. Adults do. But I did. That was my first career was working with young children. And if they could slow themselves. So I actually did that with children. And I was was a third grade teacher. That was my first uh, gig in education. And, you know, they're still innocent enough. To where if you get them to slow down and so I found myself teaching them to slow down with their breath. I wasn't, you know, nothing too complicated, but I put a little poster up on the wall. Just take a moment when you feel angry, just take a moment and breathe in and ask, where is this coming from? You know, uh, you know, am I jealous? Cause this boy has these sneakers or, you know, what, what's going on in my mind and, and take a moment. So you're not your feelings. You're not your thoughts and you don't have to react to everything that comes at you.
0: So what did you want to be when you were in the third grade? What was your dream growing up?
1: Honestly, I always wanted to be a teacher. You probably hear this from a lot of us coaches and, and, and therapists and all of that. But I did. My sister and I, my older sister and I used to argue over who was going to get to be the teacher. <laughs> That's and excellent. she would always, yeah, she would always win. And, you know, the beauty of it was that I was reading before I went to kindergarten. And of course we didn't have pre-K back in those days, but it was because we were both like, you know, little Miss Bossy and we wanted to be the teacher. But, uh, yeah, so, uh, I've always kind of felt like that, um, that guide, that person that, you know, I'm such a love, um, uh, I love to learn so much that, I feel like I'm always kind of out ahead of the curve. And then I'm like, oh, wait, let me show you the way. And so that kind of all the way from back in Catholic school, I have a picture of me in my school uniform laying in the grass and meditating because I was reading, the you know, the George Harrison book of the time, Transcendental Meditation, and the nuns are looking at me like, what is she doing over? <laughs> You know, so it just always was a part of me. And I was very popular at sleepovers because the girls would be like, we're going to get in our sleeping bags. Now we want you to talk us into like that nice state of calm. And, you know, we didn't know what the heck we were doing. I didn't, you know, I read this one book. And so, yeah, that just kind of stuck with me, you know.
0: Yeah. Who's been a hero for you in your life?
1: Um, Again, I, I will say the teachers. You know, honestly, I was... Um, in a family that was not very uh, well educated. And so I being this person, always reading books and, and doing all this stuff. And, and I did, you know, go to Catholic school for eight years. So when I got into high school, I was like, wow, I know a lot. And I didn't really think of myself as smart or anything like that because it just wasn't a focus in my family. So, um, but the teachers that I had in high school, I remember every single one of them and their names and they looked at my work and they looked at me and they were like, you're such a good writer, you know, and wow, you really read that well. And your paper was, you know, just encouraged me to where I started like asking to take EP classes and, um, you know, I graduated, I found out I could graduate early and go to college early. And my family was like, you want to go where? <laughs> Why would you do that? You know, and so uh, I've kind of always been that person that like pushes the edge. And I remember, you know, um, people who said, why, you know, like my family and uh, my counselor was like, oh, Denise, you're not a shoe in for that kind of program. And I was like, mm-hmm, watch me, you know, so I think that when you come out of a group like that, where you feel like these people are seeing you and you're going, This Oh, this is who I really am, and I didn't see this side of me. It it really does inspire you to want to do that for other people.
0: Yeah, yeah. So if you can meet anybody alive on the planet right now and spend some time with them, who would it be?
1: I would, I'm really wanting to meet um, Esther Hicks, who does the Abraham, you know, does all of that. And the reason is that I I do, I've read the book, uh, Ask and It Is Given. And I really do believe that we are all vibrational beings, you know, like I, I feel that, you know, through COVID and through the last several years, I've always been into meditation and all that. But it really deepened for me going through this journey and listening to it, it made me realize that I really am all about alignment. You know, even if I go to like the health coaching days, it's, you know, when people can't make the change, they're out of alignment. You know, there's someone in their life that, you know, I had people who would like say, you know, I have three events this week and they all have alcohol in them. What am I going to do? I'm like, well, you got to make some choices, right? You've got to decide what it is that's important in your life. If it is to create a healthier lifestyle, how can you manage that? Like, are you comfortable sharing that with people or do you want to just keep it to yourself? Like, making those kinds of choices brings you more into alignment. So I love the teachings, I love that now you can like just get those little blurbs on YouTube and they're so motivating because they confirm all this work that I've done, which is really about helping people come into alignment. That anytime you are looking at a situation in your life and you're not happy or you start doing a negative thought pattern, there's some fear there, you know, there's something there. And so it's given me a lot of comfort. And so that's on my list, too. Like, I want to go to actually a live event because I understand that, like, people get to go up and just ask whatever question and really have it personally kind of fit into their life. So.
0: Excellent. So what is the motivator for you? What is it every day that gets you out of bed, that gets you moving, that gets you wanting to accomplish what you want to get done in a day?
1: Um, you know, I think it is that having, you know, established these routines that I really take care of myself, I feel like I'm really aligned. And so I used to be in, you know, I had a 20 year career in in K-12 education. I was a district leader, school leader, very driven, multiple degrees, like time blocking schedule, you know, I used to help people, you know, get more done and and action plans and action steps. And um, I realized that, you know, a lot of that was kind of what drove me to retire from that after 20 years, because it was too forced. It was not that it isn't good to be productive, but when you're productive in a way that you're aligned with your energy, you know, if I'm, let's say, working on my website, and I hit a snag, like, i I'm better off now to take a break and go take a walk, to go stop and do a stretch session. To And I'm able to do that. I feel that like I'm excited to wake up in the morning because now I listen to myself and I go with where the energy needs to go. So something like, you know, in the past, I might've just spent 12 hours trying to figure out a problem on the website when I was already blocking myself from the solution. I was so P, you know, pissed off about the problem that I would literally just be blocked from getting the answer. So I think that that has created an excitement in me where I get up at six o'clock every day and I'm excited to get going with the creativity. And now that I'm doing this like out on my own, which I'm doing it since 2018, I feel like, you know, excited that I get to choose, you know, if I wake up and it's that kind of day and I'm just like, you know what? I'm taking today off and, you know, I'm lucky to be able to do that. And I fit my clients around, you know, of course, you know, I always uh, keep my clients, but it's nice to be able to, to know that because I keep myself in alignment, I'm really excited to just wake up in the morning and see what's going to come and how I can help people. And now, you know, Being able to reach more people, you know, even back to when I was a a classroom teacher with 16 third graders, my goal was, as I realized, again, it was like I was continually uncovering who I really was and saying, wow, you're really good at this, you know, uh, how can I help more people? And it was very quick, you know, that my administrators would say, we want you to show the rest of the teachers how to do this. <laughs> wow. We want you to show the rest of the school how to do this. And then it was, we want you to show the rest of this region and the district and all of that. So it's always been my goal to like, try to reach more people.
0: Speaking of helping and reaching people, what's been one of your best client success stories so far?
1: Okay. So um, I'm going to use this uh, current client because she was actually one of my clients in, <clears throat> in fitness and she's kind of helped me realize <clears throat> that um Really, these two things that I'm doing go so well together. So this is like becoming a, a whole thing. So again, when people want to change their health, right? They're, they're faced with a lot of resistance, internal, um, you know, changing behaviors, habits, repeated thoughts. Um, maybe they were shamed as a kid about food and they don't even really connect that that is something in them, which that was a situation with me. And it was very hard for me to make those changes. So, you know, so this client, she said, I want to do both with you. I want to do the subconscious healing. And then, you know, we'll first have the nutrition session, and then the subconscious healing right after. And what's been happening for her is that, yeah, she is just accessing things that were old things that were stuck in her, you know, um, jealousy, like we could just our jealousy of, you know, like, A lot of times men can eat more, you know, they're more active, they're younger, whatever the case may be. And it's like, they can do all this stuff and all they have to do is like, you know, cut out beer for a couple of days and they lose weight, you know, so there, you know, we can hold feelings like that. So what's happened with her, she's only working with me four weeks and she's lost like 16 pounds already. And she's like, I honestly don't believe that this would have happened without addressing those points of resistance. So it's like a, it's like a blending. And so that's where I'm seeing like really a blending of helping people with their life issue, whether it's changing their health, you know, to a healthier lifestyle and, you know, and then also being able to go a little bit deeper and find out what parts of me are causing me to feel this way. Maybe it's a relationship in my life or something from my past. And, it's okay, you know, but we, so we bring it up. We do a little bit of conscious work to identify what is the emotion? What's the feeling that's going on? And then we go into just relaxing and subconscious healing and it lowers the intensity. It never gets rid of it, right? We can't erase our memories. we can't erase our feelings, but we can just neutralize them enough to be able to look at them in a different way. And so for her to be at that place with it, it's just fantastic. So now we do like, we do the 45 minutes of nutrition talk, go over things, do the conscious work, go into the next session. And she's like, I can't believe this. I'm not hungry, you know? And, and she was very resistant to doing it at first because she was like, I know so much about health, right? You know, a lot of people say that they're like, I know so much about health, but yet you're not able to do what you need to do. So there's something missing. So there was even resistance. To starting to do it. Cause it's like, you, you feel, especially as you're older, you're like, you know, I've done this and I did that course and I did this, but our bodies change, our hormones yeah. change all of that. And so we have to do things differently. So yeah, that has been a great, a great success story. So
0: let's say you have a dream tonight. You run into a 20 year old version of yourself and you could give the younger version of you a piece of advice based on the wisdom you've gained in your life. What would you tell that young version of you?
1: I love this one. Um, I would tell her stop trying to get everyone's approval. I've always been that person pushing the envelope, having all the ideas. And I think that, you know, especially when we're younger, we want our family to approve. And I can't tell you, you know, looking back over the years, how many times it was like, I got that, what? You know, I got always got the same response, but yeah, I kept looking for that approval. And, you know, it's like, even up until, you know, about five years ago, right before the pandemic, it's like, oh, I'm going to start a YouTube channel. You're going to, what? You know, so it's like, if we look always for approval from outside ourselves, you know, we can bring in the resistance that's going to keep us from getting there. You know, we might still believe in ourselves, but there's like this, now we've added this voice in our head of our mother, our sister, our friend. And so I really would have, you know, told myself, you have everything that you need. And that's something, you know, that, as a youngster, of course, we don't believe that, but you have everything that you need inside of you. And maybe like, yeah, it's fun to get excited and share ideas with people. But I feel like at that time in my life, I wanted them to be like, oh, how exciting, you know, but they didn't understand it. And so I was putting my ability to be okay with what path I was going down on outside of myself. And I would say, you know what, you already know, just go forward. And, you know, you got this. (laughs)
0: <laughs> so everyone out there has a perception of you, family, friends, clients, colleagues, but you run the show. What's yeah. your perception of you? Who do you think you are?
1: Well, I think, you know, I'm a, I'm a change maker. I think that has been my theme all the way through, you know, even from being a kid, I was just not the average kid. I was always, you know, meditating or trying to get out of high school early or, you know, just like on that edge. And so um, that's really kind of why where I am right now feels like it's such a synergy of all those energies of like taking what I know about spirituality and now the subconscious healing level, bringing that together with my concrete experience, my counseling skills, my coaching skills, teaching skills, and bringing that into a place where now when I lead a group, wow, it's a different experience because I used to create like, Classes for teachers and district leaders and things like that on how to change, how to look at where you are, understand where you are, and then define where you're going and all of that. So now to be able to do that and bring together all the skills of my life into, you know, group coaching and individual coaching and help people really see how all the pieces fit together. It's just so, yeah, it's it's just really um yeah. So I would say a guide. And and that's what I've been calling myself is a soul alignment guide, because that I believe is why people are not happy today. They're not happy because they want something different than what they have in whatever area of their life. But there's fear that's holding them back from going forward with that. And so the more that you feel negative emotion, the more that that fear is the reason you're feeling it is because you're not aligned with the actions, your behaviors, your thoughts, your emotions are not aligned with going in that direction. And it could be because of fear, it could be resentment, it could be any negative emotion. But that is really the purpose to me of going deeper and on a transformational journey. Um, So I know that my work is not for everyone. And that if people are just like, you know, they want to go to some therapy, that is great. But it's very, it's, it's much, much deeper than that with me. It's really about connecting with who you truly are and not being afraid to face those things because if we don't face them we can just live our lives and many people right many people do live their lives just in the same stuck feeling the same thoughts the same emotions the same thing and and it produces the same kinds of things in their reality and and they just stay stuck and there's you know there's there's nothing wrong with that it's just a choice so yeah
0: (laughs) yeah i like that so denise if anyone wants to hire you or learn more about you where can they go
1: uh they can go to rockyourblocks.com and uh yeah there's uh all information there they can sign up to get a free guide on what this subconscious healing is about I has some video case studies in it and also just talks about the process and then they'll get hooked up with you know uh, i have articles on medium i have a youtube channel for guided meditation so i have lots of free resources for people to kind of just get a flavor for what i do and then of course you can book uh, into an individual session and my new group session that i'm going to be starting in september which is called the Soul Alignment Collective, which is a brand new small group coaching kind of intensive that'll be over several months to really help people to transform their lives, people that are ready to do that, so. Wonderful. Denise, thank you so much for
0: opening up your story and world for a little while with us. I appreciate it.
1: Thank you. I really appreciate it too.
0: Absolutely. And how do you pronounce your last name? Michelli. Michelli. I had a feeling... That that's that's what it was But I, I wanted to make sure Denise, thank you so much Best of luck Have a great weekend Alright, you too Thanks for tuning in To another famous interview With Joe Domino, Where we cover the world Of art, literature, business Spirituality, music And more from around the globe Our esteemed theme music Was composed and produced By the great E.E. Pointer Of Kansas City's River Cow Orchestra If you want to hear More interviews Visit the Famous Interviews With Joe Domino channel On YouTube You can also find us On Spotify And Apple Podcasts Thanks again for listening And until next time